what is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Backups Podcast here today. We have Block A. Smith and Jackson Powers. And Block A. Smith is a couple states away. Yes, in Tennessee. Boom. He's the only 10 I see right now. Okay. All right. These topics today are pretty, are 10 out of 10, some of them. Some of them subpar, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, some of them hit, some of them don't. Sports world. Leave your world. opinions. You know what? Is there comments? I don't think there's comments on this thing. I don't no t- Tell us our, your opinions somehow. All right. Well, first, actually, sorry. Wanted to say we have an Instagram um, so that you guys can give your feedback. Uh, forgot to mention it's, that a couple of episodes. It's called The yeah. Backup Pad Podcast. No yeah, space. very hard to remember. Very hard to remember. Yes. You can uh DM you can DM us uh, like your opinions or you can DM us uh stuff for the podcast that we can do like that we could talk about or you could just DM DM us questions we could possibly do on here. Yeah. And while you're there, give all three of us a follow on our personal Instagrams. Yes. And also we'll try to post every every um uh, episode Week. we post. So every Every time we post, we'll probably make an Instagram post, and you can just leave comments, thoughts, or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now that we're done plugging, let's get into our first topic. All right. I think since we were talking about rankings with the tens, because Tennessee and stuff, um, yes. let's get into the, let's get into the uniform talk. Okay. Out okay. of all the uniforms, what is what is your guys' favorite? My favorite. Out of the new ones, yes. My favorite. If you need a rerun, we got the Buc- we got the Buccaneers, the Falcons, the Los Angeles the, Rams too. The Rams, the Chargers, mm-hmm. the Browns. Technically, got New Jersey's. I can tell you who the worst is easily. <laughs> what you- What is the worst then? Right, let's do worst first. All right. Okay. I think the worst is IKEA's uniforms. I mean, the Rams uniforms. Uh, <laughs> those things. Along with their logo, like, what were they on when they made those? Like, that that's just awful. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like the Rams. I I I just don't like the Rams uh, uniform or New yeah, York Kia uniform. uniforms. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I'd rather rock the Rams uniforms than I than rocking the Atlanta Falcons uniforms. Hey, that is, hey, the Falcons are a close. I think last. I think they, I think you can say they're tied. And then I think a close. I'd rather third. rock those Atlanta Falcons uniforms. <laughs> and that's what opinions are for, you know, arguments. Can I just like? Put both of them in a fire? Uh, yeah, you're just gonna buy one. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not gonna waste my money on it. I think, I think third for sure though. Third worst has got to be the Browns. Yeah, uh, some people have put the Colts in. Last, oh, yeah. and I'm like, I don't really count the, Col- the Colts. First, really just changed their numbers realistically, right? Like, yeah, and they like did. They made minor tweaks, but it's still the same. Very year. minor yeah, tweaks. I want to put their uniform up there as a new uniform. Yeah. That's probably the only reason it was ranked last is because of the minor changes. Okay. Now let's head into the top jerseys. 
Honestly, I'm a big fan of the Chargers uniforms. Those things look pretty nice, honestly. Like, except for like their yellow pants, they could do away with those. But other than that, I really like their uniforms, so I think I'd put them at the best. Um, I got I gotta agree with Jackson. I I like I like them over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniforms or new uniforms. They're they're just, they're they're really. I nice. mean, yeah, I like the Bucks new uniforms too because it's like when they introduced like when they had their old uniforms when they introduced those those things just didn't look good. So they went back to the classic uniforms, which is a lot better. Yeah, I think I'm gonna bring out the broom on this one, and I think. The Chargers just sweep the competition. I think, I think, yeah. Buccaneers. If the Chargers didn't release their jerseys, the Buccaneers would have been my favorite. But I just like how they used all the different shades of their colors. I think they just uh, way better than any other team. Like this, they just. I was actually shocked yeah. that they were going to be bad. To be honest, I thought the Rams were going to be good, yeah. and then the Chargers were going to be bad. But I guess they just flipped for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's – with the Chargers uniforms, like, I only noticed, like, one thing I didn't really like about them, and it was those yellow pants. But other than that, they have look, they look really solid. Yeah, okay. Blake? Yeah? I think we're going to – I don't know if this is – I would say this is your favorite topic, but I, I know you got this from one of your favorite podcasts, the Pat McAfee Show. <laughs> um, we're going to go into the uh, – <laughs> Fantastic podcast. Everyone tweet yeah. Pat McAfee. Get him on the Pat Packers McAfee. podcast. Best, best Pat McAfee show, best podcast. Dude, if we get Pat McAfee on okay. here, that would be amazing. Okay, okay. <laughs> but back to this thing. The possible chance, the chance of Matthew Stafford leaving Detroit. See, okay, I, I knew you were going to ask this question because we, we totally didn't write into the script, but um, – <laughs> Uh, not at all. Yeah, not at but, all. Um, they, they were talking about him uh, selling his house in Detroit, and he might be uh, uh, moving house. And just saying, there's. I, I feel like Matt Ryan's not doing as good in Atlanta. Could they be out for the hunt for Matthew Stafford? Well, I personally think – I think Matthew Stafford is too good for the Lions to let – they shouldn't let him go. Like, if they want him out of Detroit, they definitely should trade him because they could get value out of him. Like, his only issue has been his injury. Oh, and his – But, like, and his, uh, and, Matthew, and the, oh. Matthew Stafford – And the Lions' ahead, horrific like, O-line, but – Yeah. I feel like Matthew Stafford, like, he's talented, and he's probably one of the most underrated QBs in the league. I feel like if he were to go to a team like the Indianapolis Colts or, like, a team that had a really good offensive line, like, and good weapons, he would thrive. So, it honestly, it might be a good decision for him to leave. And if he does, I could see him going to a place like the Falcons, a very QB needy place, especially with Matt Ryan getting up there in age. Like I could definitely see something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I don't think he'll get he'll. I think the only reason he leaves is to move in retirement. I think he's going to be like a lot of the Lions greats retire early if he has uh, an injury that ends the season early, just because he's gone through a lot. 
and I think it, he's he's got a lot of money, as which is gonna be t- tough for the Lions to trade him. Yeah. Well, I could see yeah. him like taking probably like if like let's say like he gets um, released like next off season, and like they they draft mm-hmm. one of the like one of the one of the quarterbacks that are gonna be in next draft yeah, classes maybe tank yeah uh he could probably yeah. make a backup role somewhere probably in like um let's say i'm trying to think of a place on the top of my head like seattle probably uh, maybe but i don't know i feel like matthew Stafford is just too good to be a backup like he's it's a real cam newton situation like cam newton like he feels like he's good enough to be a starter, but there's a lot of NFL teams out there that don't really need a starting quarterback right now. But honestly, Matthew Stafford, like when the Lions have Matthew Stafford, like last season when he played, he played pretty well. And like the Lions had a bunch of close games and they almost beat the Chiefs, which is one of the best teams in the league for sure. So like when they had Matthew Stafford, they played well because the Lions like weren't that far under 500 when Matt Stafford got hurt. And then whenever their backups took over, they just went downhill and just completely lost all their momentum. So, Matt Stafford, for the Lions to succeed, Matt Stafford definitely needs to stay in Detroit for sure. I think, I think for the Lions, they got to move on from Stafford just because the cap, and I think they basically need a whole rebuild. They're trying to rebuild – their defense first. I just saw him go Akuda third overall. Yeah. Really good, really pick. good pick too. And they're they're trying to help him, trying to help Stafford, but the line is still something they need to work on. They just can't get they they just can't they haven't drafted very well on the offensive position. Yeah. How how how, how long have they well, been in rebuilding mode? Like like before I was born. Honestly, like the Lions, like I, they've made the playoffs like one time in the past, like I think maybe like fifteen or twenty years. Or like that. Bengals, I have no clue. Like, a lot less. I think they're because yeah. I remember like because at least the Bengals they've made the playoffs. They just can't. They just wouldn't have. They were in the playoffs. Done, the like. uh, Des Bryant game where he caught slash dropped a pass against Packers. Two thousand. Yeah. Wait, wait. I I just thought. The, oh. Yeah, 2014. They I lost thought of something. Yeah. The the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Do you, I don't think that's probably going to stay very long. They gave him 84 million dollars. There's no way Kirk Cousins is coming back. <laughs> well, I, I I don't feel like Kirk Cousins and in, in Minnesota are going to stay. I don't think. I I don't know. I I don't like that situation. That is not going to be Kirk Cousins' future. Yeah, I feel like the I feel like the Vikings are like on the cusp of going into rebuilding mode, especially when they I th- I don't remember if they traded or let Stephon Diggs go, but like Vikings fans have been very vocal about that trade, saying that, that they think that their team might rebuild because because they're letting the their right, best. Let's, let's officially go. get off the Stafford topic, and I guess we'll hop into the Vikings rebuilding. I guess we'll we'll just go to the whole. The whole division, because I feel like there's stuff to talk about the Packers and the Bears, but well, I guess we just talked yeah. Detroit. 
We'll go to the. We'll go to Minnesota. We, yeah. So we're kind of already talking okay. about them. Yeah. So, I think they're they're one of those teams where they're basically the only person that I could realistically see on that team for sure. I don't think for sure uh, in the next two three years is Dalvin Cook. Just because Dieland, he's not the youngest. Kirk Cousins, no one really wants him for how much he wants. He's he's getting paid. Their defense is aging. Yeah. Uh, they're they don't have the youngest defense. It's mm-hmm. and that's gonna hurt them. Oh, I guess uh, I I still don't know how this guy goes by. I don't know. Daniela Hunter. I don't know if they actually goes by that, but that's how it's spelled. Yeah, Daniela Hunter. Yeah, but that's a Dalvin Cook and him are like probably gonna be the highest paid yeah. Vikings for. Um, a while for that team. And I think... Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing though: if the Vikings are going into rebuilding mode, will Dalvin Cook want to trade? Because he could maybe they're about to go into rebuilding mode, and I feel like Dalvin Cook is close to entering his prime. So like, like I don't think he would want to waste his prime on a team that's rebuilding. So we might not I even think... see him on the Vikings in a few years. If I they think go it depends rebuild on what mode. Dalvin Cook wants. Because if you see if you're in a team and you're good enough <laughs> to be a starter for some other team. And you're on a team that's about to go rebuild mode, so. And you're like but, about to enter yeah, your prime. So if they're going re- if the Vikings go rebuild mode, next year I'm pretty sure it's Kirk Cousins last year. So that drops a lot of cap, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of players on the defense who are have high chances of just getting cut or something, something happening to them. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. you, we, there's a possibility. I don't think he deserves. I don't think he deserves the money. But with the Vikings possibly having their only ticket seller, because they don't know what you never know what's going to happen in free agency. You could always offer someone an insane deal, and they go someone lower. Kind of like, yeah. well, I guess, possibly what happened with Winston and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. to say with the, say with the Vikings, yeah, um, you, Dalvin Cook could get a lot a big bag. Yeah, he'll have in Minnesota. He'll. Especially if they're rebuilding, he'll have a guaranteed starting yeah, spot. Starting too, spot, so. and then possibly, I think the if um, he sees them just moving on from players, I think he start he got to at least start the contract negotiations. At 10, ten, you're telling them um, you're not going mm-hmm. below ten mil. Okay, well, yeah. if you guys think Adam Thielen is going to be off the Minnesota Vikings and like. A, like two years, where do you think you'll land? Oh, I honestly don't know because Adam Thielen, he is a really talented. Well, okay, okay. Receiver. Do you guys? Do you, I've had him on my fantasy team, you, and that saved me in a lot of games. Do you guys so, think like, he's a first or second or third receiver? Really depends there's, what team he goes to. Of- like, if he were to go to a team like the Colts, like he would probably be like he definitely wouldn't be the first option because T.Y. Hilton would be the first option. He would probably be, he'd probably play a similar similar role like he did in Minnesota. Where do you where do you think but... do you think you'd be a first receiver in Baltimore? Yes, obviously. Just because I it's yeah, probably to, you don't unless Tyreek Hill is the only player, and then possibly no, no Tyreek Hill plays for the Chiefs that has a, that it can be a true number one receiver at that type of speed and height because Marquise Brown is basically. Yeah the budget 
Tyreek Hill is right now, as of right now. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Hollywood Brown would probably be better as a slot receiver. Yeah, that's, 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 that's his problem. He doesn't have Willie Sneed is probably one of the only players you can name off that receiving core for the Ravens. Yeah, and yeah, he's, he's getting up there. Yeah, I, I, yeah so. I, I, I feel, feel like, like if the Ravens want to get over the playoff hump and get to the Super Bowl and probably win it, I feel like their best bet would pick up Adam. But the problem is you got Lamar, the yeah. quarterback, and it Lamar is not a normal quarterback where he can just consistently throw deep passes because we see in his game a yeah. most of his passes, if you see him, like, oh, he completed a pass for 40 yards – it's usually a slant that got took and that got broke for, or something. It's not not many times yeah. he actually just threw it all the way that far. Yeah, because I feel yeah, Adam Thielen is definitely like one of those receivers that you send on a deep route if you want a big play. For okay, sure. or or do you see him going to uh, the Minnesota's rivals, the Green Bay Packers, when Jordan Love, like is, like in two years, Aaron Rodgers might be gone. So well, will be gone probably. <laughs> So, do you think yeah. Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen and Jordan Love and Aaron Jones, or if Aaron Jones is not there, A.J. Dillon, what do you think about that? Yeah. Well, that would probably be a very dangerous receiver. That would definitely be a very dangerous core if Jordan Love is able to, like, if Jordan Love is able to perform like that. But I just don't see him going to the Packers unless he's a free agent because the Vikings won't trade him to the Packers. It would ha- he would have to go there in free agency, but I could definitely see a fit. Like maybe, yeah, probably Baltimore would be a good fit. Maybe he goes to Buffalo, reunites with Stephon Diggs. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, that won't happen. But there are a bunch of teams in the league that could use a, a big bump at receiver for sure. Like I had a team I was thinking of, but I can't really think of them now. Um, Texans definitely need a receiver. He could go there. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to see that happen, though, being a Colts fan. But I feel like he would be a good fit in Green Bay if they were able to make that happen. All right. Being, do that we being want to transition to Chicago or do we want to go to Green Bay? Let's go to Green Bay. Right. Yeah, because we're kind of already talking about that. This is where I think so. uh, this Jordan Love pick comes in clutch with how we're talking, we're talking about the other teams, how they could possibly – I think all three, the Bears, Vikings – Lions could be on their own different rebuilding mode just because of all their different needs. And we'll talk about the Bears' needs in a little bit. But Packers having mixed youth and um, veteran players, younger and yeah, and just and and then drafting somebody to eventually replace Aaron yeah, Rodgers. So I think it all depends. If I don't know. What I could compare Jordan Love to, what you need out of Jordan Love. What do you need out of Jordan Love is, I would you, say you just you just, you you need another you need another Aaron Rodgers. You need another Hall of Fame quarterback. I think to like, I'm just saying with yeah. with that division that they're in, they would love that. They would love another Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, but I think he just doesn't. Jordan, yeah, Jordan Love needs to fill those hall. Like he he's following two <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterbacks. If you if you if yeah. you want him to like like if you want this draft pick to actually be a like known as a success, he has to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but 
no one thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be able to do as well as he did. Like, no one expected Aaron Rodgers to be able to successfully fill the shoes of Brett Favre, but he definitely did that. Aaron Rodgers is a future Hall of Famer once he retires. he'll I'm sure he'll be first ballot. And um, the I don't know if Jordan Love is going to have what that takes, but – Again, no one thought Aaron Rodgers was going to have what it takes. So you never know in this league. But the the way the division is starting to look, Jordan Love has to feel very excited for that, especially if the division is like a lot of the division is rebuilding when he takes over as a starter. Like that will be the perfect situation for him to go. Yeah, and one thing is um, Aaron Rodgers, we all probably know he's going to be gone in two years because that's when they want to move on to Jordan Love. What if Aaron Rodgers w- yeah. doesn't want to stop playing and he st- and he stays in the division and goes to a quarterback needy team and the Chicago Bears? That would shock everybody if he did that because, well, I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers, he has four years left on his deal, but if, the, if, he, if he's going to be out of Green Bay in two years, the Packers are going to have to trade him. And if they trade them, they don't. I don't think they'll trade them to the Chicago no, no, Bears. No, no, I, Bears I, I, give I mean, them like not, a I mean, I huge mean not offer. trade. I mean, he gets cut in two years. No, I don't. You yeah, don't cut Aaron. Well, you, well, you, you, well, you, you don't, don't know do. who. You don't know what Matt Lafleur and Gutekunst is up to. Well, they'd be an idiot yeah, just straight up cut Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. I think like anyone, even Bill O'Brien, realizes yeah. that everyone has. Do Bill O'Brien will saying, give you like no, three saying, first round picks? Bill O'Brien realizes that he has talent, that he can get some kind of value. I know he doesn't use the value that he could get, but I mean, I don't. That Bill O'Brien, who's probably the worst <laughs> GM in the league, I think Matt Fulfour will realize that. I think you can't you can't just cut a quarterback yeah. like that. Lose fans in general just from yeah just getting rid of a Hall of Famer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The only it's, reason, like, the only reason Favre was let go is because he retired and decided he wanted to come back, but the Packers are ready to move on. So I don't think there's any. The only chance Rodgers leaves without a trade is his contract right okay, now. It, so okay. If they if if they, if they do trade. trade him, they're probably going to get probably another wide receiver, obviously, because yeah. to, to assist Jordan Love. So where do you think Aaron Rodgers could go or be traded to? I don't think. Yeah. We see – I think it's picks. I don't think we see players. I think the Packers have the idea they want to rebuild the draft, get younger players, just fly yeah. for more, many more years and just keep on doing the same thing if they can. Yeah. And while they're rebuilding, Jordan Love can take over and, like, make the mistakes that he would make as a first-time starter – while, while nothing matters because they're just trying to lose to get good draft picks. So Jordan Love is really coming into a good situation. Okay, okay. if sure. you think about that, like, do you think Aaron Rodgers after the two years and he gets traded, do you think he's going to be traded to a team that, like, like um he's like a backup? I don't think Aaron Rodgers think... will be a backup. Like, maybe at first, but he'd probably end up winning the job. You... But I don't. I could definitely see him going to a team like – like if the Bears like give the Packers like a big offer that they can't take that they literally cannot turn down, they will send Aaron Rodgers to the Bears. But I definitely could see Rodgers maybe going to the Patriots if they screw up their tanking plans. Um, uh, he could go to a team. One like, team, oh. like maybe even the Jets. One team I, that I just thought about is Carolina because you don't know about Teddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he could go. 
in a Carolina. And in two years, that'll probably be about when Christian McCaffrey is in his prime if he's not already there. So, like, that would be a good situation for Rodgers to go in for sure. Yeah, I think – I've seen things where – I've seen so many things where Rodgers could go. And honestly, the one I stuck, stuck out the most to me, which I feel like could be reasonable, uh, I just – where if Rivers – We'll, probably, we'll get in Rivers later, but Rivers leaves that first year or whatever, retires, whatever he does. We're not going to get into that right now. But the Colts move on, and they see Rivers – I'm sorry, Rodgers still had a decent – a good year, and they could throw – I could see them throwing in a first or something for a second or something. I, I know, Something high. I don't think they'll give any players unless possibly – I don't know. Brissett's still on the team, and they want to give him up, maybe. If Hooker's still on the team, they always just trade Hooker because just for more depth, actually, against them, makes you want to work. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the Packers would take Hooker. I just realized they have Amos and Darnell Savage. Yeah. Um, But there's so many other players that you never know who, by then, the Colts are just willing to move on from. And there's going to be in, – in a year yeah. or two, they're going to need to make cap space for their rookies. So, it really depends on contracts. You can always get Houston and uh, – Yeah. Well, Justin Houston, uh, multiple other players. You know, it just really turn. Well, Justin Houston might be retired in that time. But Frank Reich has publicly said that he expects this Philip Rivers thing to last multiple years, which – I'm assuming the contract Philip Rivers' contract is one year, but the Colts can tag him next year too. So that, yeah. that's a possibility right there. So I don't know if we'll see that happen. Let's finish the division real quick. Know. We'll get to the Bears. We'll talk to the Bears real quick. We'll talk to the Bears. We'll talk about the Bears. I wish that'd be freaking amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd call him a dumpster fire right to the face. I'll look at Trubisky right in the eyes we're, and say, we're gonna talk you talk to do you know how to we're, throw? We're, we're, you guys lost in the Super Bowl. Me too. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about probably not the most quarterback-needy team, but a quarterback-needy team. This is yeah. a team who has an offense, I mean, an offense that does not even come close to comparing how intense and – above yeah. average and all pro defense that they have. And it's just that defense fell off yeah. because Trubisky last two years ago was putting up decent quarterback numbers with anything but Yeah. And they were scoring points so their defense didn't have to yeah. be on and the field so the entire game. Now the defense is kinda it takes a more toll because they can't just play fresh every yeah. drive because they yeah team yeah and like when you're a defensive player and like your offense is not producing it it wears a lot and you have to go out there drive after drive and barely get any rest and have to see your offense go three and out a whole bunch and you're like oh i have to go we have to go back out and play again even though we just got off the field and that gets you so much more tired and that makes it easy for offense it lower it lowers morale yeah it's just yeah it's after just losing a couple games and like so many games could have been winnable if the offense would have produced 
mm-hmm. yards and points. It's just tough. Yeah. Well, I feel like if the Bears had a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, they would be so much better because they have talent on that offense. But when your quarterback can't get your can't get the ball to that talent, it's pretty much useless. Yeah, it's it's tough to see. It's hard, tough to say what their offense really is until we see an actual quarterback go in there. Because Nick Foles, yeah. I hate to say it, yeah. well, I we all wish he Nick was, Nick Foles Nick Foles is only good. We, in we wish, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the playoffs, we still had a young defense then and a good offensive line and a really good weapon. Yeah, but just nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's a big reason the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, which nobody thought that was going to happen to start off with. Like. <laughs> Everyone thought they were going to get bumped in the divisional round because they had that first round bye. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but but you never know. Nick Foles could play maybe because the Bears do have do have like good weapons on their offense. Maybe if Nick Foles were to take over, he comes in and plays well. You never know with this league. I mean, that could happen. Yeah, it's just tough to tell. Nick Foles. We didn't get to see much of him in Jacksonville for the main reason he got hurt, and then the whole yeah. When he came back, he didn't play that well, so yeah, Gardner Minshew took so over. So it's tough again. to see if if Nick Foles is really regressing that much, or he just it's hard to come back after an injury and just play. Yeah, it was a collarbone injury too. I believe it was on his throwing his throwing arm. So that's. Yeah, know, that's a tough we injury. saw it affect Rodgers, who's arguably one of the best, and so yeah, yeah. But he he was still able to still come out yeah. and play decent, though. But who do you, who do you guys? Okay, if Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky don't, don't like Mitchell Trubisky has not worked out, what do you guys think they'll do for quarterback's sake if Nick Foles does not? Uh, I think they might have to try to trade for like if they don't already have a really good draft pick, they might have to trade to get to like a top draft pick and try to take one of the good quarterbacks in this draft because that's about the only option I see at this point. Or maybe they could bring in Cam Newton. I don't know. Yeah, there's so many quarterbacks. We we don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. next year. It's crazy. Uh, but think about honestly, I feel like Cam Newton would probably be he would be a Upgrade over Trubisky be, for sure in Chicago. I feel like he would actually be able to get the ball downfield a little bit. If if it's uh the good the good Camden, not yeah yeah know. if it's the it's the if it's the MVP season Cam, which is always then, hard yeah. to ask for another a player to do unless you're yeah. Well, Cam Newton like. A big reason for his regression is because of his injury. Is like, I feel like if Cam Newton like just doesn't play football this upcoming season, like takes a year off and comes back, he'll probably be better because he'll have his body will have had time to rest. We'll see the same thing if he goes to the. As of right now, with the Bears' offensive line, we'll see the same exact thing happen to Cam Newton if he goes there, just because that that offensive line is very similar to the Carolina. Panthers offensive line with not very much talent on that line. Yeah. Yeah, he would have had, yeah, Cam Newton, if he went to Chicago right now, he would definitely 
scramble a lot. All right, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Chicago just like maybe takes this year, rebuilds, tries to get good old line through the draft, and maybe come back next year. Yeah, strong. I think they, they they miss out on a lot of opportunities this year with especially the Cole Clement commit pick, but just because they already had nine tight ends in that locker room, yeah. which is some is an insane number. That's like. That's I, 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 oh, I, I feel like they could have got some O linemen this draft. Like yeah, this draft that just happened. They should have. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't. Is Ryan Gregson running that yeah, organization? They really, messed, they really messed up this draft. Because um, like this is re- this is really reminding me of the Colts with Ryan Gregson, like literally refusing to fix the offensive line when it clearly needs to be fixed. So. Yeah. Hopefully we don't see that. That could be a big reason for Mitchell Trubisky not playing well. Not having a great offensive line could be it. Okay. Some quarterbacks, some quarterbacks thrive under a good O line or under a bad O line. Yeah. Like Andrew Luck, for example, like he had a horrible O line for his first for his first few years in the league, and he still put up really good numbers till he got injured. And once the O-line got fixed, he came back and played great. So he was one of those both types of quarterbacks. Yeah, okay. Now they said Andrew Luck. I guess like, we'll we'll move on. We'll start talking about the Colts organization, Philip Rivers, and many more. Chris Ballard's a genius. I trust everything he did. Okay, I feel I guess, like the Colts had a very. I, I feel I feel like the Colts had a very good draft. Yes, we yeah. started. They, really, they got a good yeah, draft. I was, I, a really good draft. We'll start off with probably the big news circling today uh, was Frank Wright coming out saying that he believes that Rivers has more than just this year. I could go multiple more years after this, <laughs> even though the contract he Phil yeah. Rivers is under. Is a one mil, one year, twenty five million dollar contract. Yeah, well, I'm thinking the Colts are planning to franchise tag him next season. I I feel like, I feel like Philip Rivers has a little bit more football <laughs> left in him. I, I feel like if he gets a taste of that, this Colts O line that he's about yeah, to be under center of, I feel like, I feel sure. like you're gonna see a probably maybe, in talks of a. <laughs> An old man running for MVP. Yeah, because the, well, I because, also because the Colts have some weapons. Yeah, they have they have Ty Hilton, of course. They brought in Michael Pittman Jr., which was great pick. He's six four, which is he he's he's gonna be mossing some people. I'm just saying, and um, and they put Philip Rivers on a one year deal, which was very smart because like if Philip Rivers doesn't come in and perform as well, like as we think he is, he's going to regress. We can just like, Hey, like you didn't play well. You had, this was your one opportunity. Like you're not getting another one. We're going to move on to either Brissett or Eason. And like, sorry, like, I think that's what their mindset is behind this. I really don't see Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, uh, regressing this year because the type of player Philip Rivers is, he's a durable and a physical played quarterback he, he's really competitive he's really physical and he's really durable he's kind of he's like a, yeah. a better version of Big Ben 
Yeah, but I feel like Rivers, a big reason, I've said it publicly, a big reason he struggled is because of how bad the Chargers' offensive line was. So, like, this year, like, he's going to have one of the best lines in the league. Like, that's going to improve his important performance for sure and the Colts are, have that fantastic running game especially adding Jonathan Taylor to that like that's going to take a lot of pressure off of Philip Rivers too so I definitely think this could work out yeah I think if Philip Rivers is I think for Philip Rivers for him to get a I think a contract extension with the Colts he has to put up I'd say I don't know I, it really depends to be honest on how depending on how Frank Frank comes around the team if you, they want to focus on having Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor and just carry the load and go have an insane duo, uh, that depends on them. Yeah, but when your run game is explosive, yeah, that opens I think up the pass game. You've got it. He's got. You got to see more than twenty touchdowns this year for uh, passing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like Phil Rivers. He's. I feel like he's probably going to dominate because the Colts are, look like a dominant team on the offensive side. Yeah, so and they, they, did a, they did a lot of improvement on the defensive side too, adding DeForest Buckner and getting like a lot of talent, like Xavier Rhodes, who's going to have a chip on his shoulder for sure because like, his nickname is literally Burnt Toast right now because he, in Minnesota he got burnt. So like, hopefully in Indianapolis he, he doesn't. Get burnt anymore. Hopefully, he's normal toast by that <laughs> point. He's bread. He's bread. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta say, Phil Rivers, I feel like him and T.Y. and Michael Pittman and even Marlon Mack, I feel like that backfield and that receiving core, it's just yeah. gonna go off this season. Yeah. The Colts are gonna be one of the dominant if, teams. Yeah. I think I think the Colts are gonna shock the world. And like, I think they have a legitimate shot at going I to think, the Super Bowl this year. Phil Rivers, next like future wise, if Phil Rivers has maybe thirty touchdowns, maybe more, which I think is reasonable with this running backs can receive the ball. Marlon Mack we've seen receive the ball, and Jonathan Taylor can be I feel like developed into a really good receiving back yeah. under Frank Wright. He was yeah, he I, is a pretty good receiving he, back. He was he can, um, just excel sure. and just become a even better and just. Possibly elite and has catcher out of the back, backfield. Uh, but yeah, I and the Colts, like another thing, like they have all this talent and they have some people have said they have the easiest schedule in the league. Like, I don't think that's true. I think they have one of the easiest, so that's going to really benefit too. The Colts could do, yeah, I think they could do a lot. I think this offseason could be big for them also because Phil Rivers could get, I think we could see him. Possibly, if he's getting offers, I don't know what it's, what it's going to be like. If depending on how he plays, if he gets thirty plus touchdowns and not the twenty interceptions again, he will. Yeah, he'll definitely. Well, I the, think Colts the Colts might the Colts want to tag him money because for the tag because the tag is the top ten. Yeah, in that position, he's got to be paid top ten in that position. So and that's a lot of money. The Colts have. Yeah. Well, our projection have the sec- the yeah. most, yeah, the most cap by the end of the season. Well, well, actually, yeah. if well, if you you guys are just thinking about one thing that 
Well, Jackson mentioned it. If the Colts do make it to the Super Bowl this season, if they do, because their team is so dominant, um, and they win the Super Bowl, and Phil Rivers kind of gets the monkey off his back, and he gets that Super Bowl ring. Do you even think he's gonna come back? I have no clue. Like, because maybe Philip Rivers will be like, you know, what? I finally accomplished everything I wanted to in the NFL. I've got my Super Bowl, and like this team. I think that, and like, if he's in a situation where he feels like the team doesn't need him anymore, like they could still be contenders without him. I think there is a chance he retires if the Colts win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Phil Rivers, like he's a stats guy. Basically, he, 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 he has so he has good stats for being like in LA, like the Chargers with a pretty bad LA Chargers teams. He has good stats, and yeah. if he just like comes back for one year in Indianapolis and has amazing stats, like his prime in LA. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like even even though he only has one Super Bowl, I feel like his stats alone and that one Super Bowl will probably push him into the Hall of Fame picture. Yeah, probably because like, well, I don't. I just it's hard to say because Philip, if the Colts don't make the Super Bowl, like, like or they don't win it, Philip Rivers will definitely want to come back and try to win that elusive ring that he hasn't got. He'll and it, like the Colts get to the Super Bowl but don't win. He'll definitely like he'll either want to re-sign or like he he'll want to get tagged so he can come back and try to win another one. But so and Philip Rivers has said that he's he's really excited to be in Indianapolis because like every time he comes here to play like he really enjoys playing in our stadium. So now he's going to get to play there like half the season so that's gonna be really good so i think it really depends if the colts win the super bowl this year or not yeah but if but if he like noticeably falls off and like he notices it like i think he might realize it's time to hang up the hang up the cleats yeah it's i think it's all how he plays if he's does the same thing he did last year with throwing lines, it's not going to be good for him with Indianapolis. But also, Indianapolis got money to throw, so they could they could easily pick up anyone they want. But they also have to think about the future. Yeah, they've they brought in Jacob Eason in the draft because they want him. I think they ultimately want either him or Brissett to yeah. take over as a starter. They've got and they've got a lot of money. They're supposed to pay. They're projected. Depend, really, it all depends if they resign anyone during season. But at all, the start of the off season, they're supposed to have the most money. With their basic biggest free agencies, free free agency, free agents this coming off season, T. Y. Hilton, who they most they're most likely going to resign, uh, Justin Houston. Mm-hmm, we don't yeah. really know what's going to happen with him. I don't think they'll need him. They might he'll he'll either retire think, or he'll yeah, go somewhere else. I feel like he might just chase the money or try to get on a team that can get him a ring. Or or he might yeah, come back really to ring chase. Ryan Kelly. That's oh they they then, definitely need to reassign him have, for sure. Mm-hmm. They have Anthony to keep Walker, that O line intact. Probably those are probably the biggest names to be honest. Yeah. I feel like Anthony Walker, you could probably let walk. I feel like, no pun intended, but 
You could definitely. I feel like he could be a piece that you could let go and not feel too bad about. But also, you might want him on the team. So like, I, he's a person you sign if you like. Yeah, it's like they, they have, have the they money. Have too. money. They, that's a problem. They could splash, but they would miss out on a lot. This with their new their twenty twenty free agent class. They have Casanzo. They have Quentin Nelson. Since he's a free, they also need uh, Darius Leonard coming off their rookie contracts. Yeah, they need to bring back all of those guys. They need to focus on re-signing and then all of Smith, which is, before they go so out. So that's and try three to get key parts of their offensive line. Four, the past, the next two years that they could possibly lose or re-sign for big money. So that, I mean, yeah, I feel like. The Colts will probably emphasize getting their o trying to keep their O line intact before like going to get like a big name in free agency. That's something. You yeah, I, I, I would keep that O line intact. You're gonna it's there's like all the, these reports gonna say you have so much money, but you should remember that the you had, they drafted well. That's the one of the one of the few kind of not big problems, yeah. but the problem with drafting really well is you got to deal with the contracts, and then when. Yeah, that's kind of what we saw. Yeah, we after, saw the after the Cowboys, they drafted expired, really good yeah. that draft. Um, 15, Dak, and well, if we, Byron Jones. No, wait, 15, 16, 2016? Holy cow. <laughs> I can't remember. I have no clue. Yeah, they had. But so yeah, many, anyway, he's on they the Dolphins. Cap and think it through. They also just had so many. Yeah, they're. They're gonna they're gonna have some problems with their cap space with their talent that they have. So. Yeah, I've been saying the Colts don't need to worry about getting big names ever since last offseason. I was like, people are criticizing us for having the most amount of money and not doing anything. I'm like, well, Chris Ballard is thinking like, okay, we have a lot of good pieces on this team, but there a lot of them are also on their rookie contracts, so we have to save money to bring them back. So like. Ballard is thinking for towards the future to so he doesn't like spend too much money so he can bring back the key parts of the team. Yeah, if if you haven't seen the Colts, we love our big men. We love that O line. The O line yeah. is and our biggest name. I think in the city. you could they could splash mm-hmm. in the free agency, but it would just be a bunch of one year deals. You could get a big name and just they can tag, they can pay they can pay record breaking money on just if they really wanted to just to get one guy for one year. This is because it's not going to affect them whenever Quinn Nelson and Darius Leonard are both free agents. Yeah, Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard are yeah. two so people I think you absolutely you, they have could to keep they could make a splash with a bunch of one year contracts, but I think it, it really depends. There's I think they might go for more. I think uh, they I don't know to potentially get a a uh, for sure number two. Two, I don't. Know. I think you want to number. I think with the aging Ty Holden, him aging, you don't want him as your number one. You would like to see him in the slot more, just so that he doesn't have to take as much hits. Because you know, when you're getting older, you don't want to get hit that much. Yeah. Yeah, because like. For sure, yeah. Blake, you have anything to add to that? 
Um, I, I feel like if the uh, I I, I, I kind of agree with Devin putting T. Y. Hilton in the slot. Yeah, like as he gets older. Yeah. Yeah, as he gets older. Yeah. Um. Some random news. I just if you guys we can move on to some heard... NBA stuff if we want. Yeah, we will in a second. But if you guys haven't caught up on the whole Quentin Dunbar, DeAndre Baker situation with the armed robbery, just to mention it because I feel like you can't like nowadays you can't really say you can't not say something about it with how big it is. But it's uh, <laughs> you've DeAndre Baker turned himself in. And then a couple hours later, Quinn Dunbar turned himself in, which um, is kind of crazy to think about it if you're an NFL yeah. player. You think that you have to do that stuff. Yeah, you think they'd get paid enough where they don't have to rob people. Yeah, Dunbar just, I think, got signed to the Seahawks. Uh, and Baker is a... I think I think he's picked seventeen. Oh, that that was Dexter Lawrence. He is still a first mm-hmm. round pick. That's all I know. And first round picks making the millions. So you get all the jewelry jewelry you want, or whatever. I can't remember exactly what it was. Well, I think, was it wasn't it a jewelry, or was it actually? I I don't. I really don't remember either. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really care because I think it's still if you're gonna do that. It shouldn't have been that's done stupid. at all. Yeah, but I think that's really it for the NFL. Try to make sure we're not yeah. skipping something. I think now. we talked about everything we said we were going to talk about oh. for the NFL. Yeah. Well, this could go. We're going to talk about the NBA also here in a second. But I mean, this could go both technically NBA or NFL, which I just thought is a, this is interesting. Well, actually, never mind. I actually have an actual NFL story that we'll talk about. It just on the wide space of my mind. Something that is kind of come up recently with the Seahawks but I no one actually no one's I don't think anybody's actually confirmed. But there's rumors that Seattle actually offered Russell Wilson for the twenty eighteen number one overall pick. Wow. If that's true, you gotta look at this both ways. Are the Seahawks that dumb to to trade try to trade Russell Wilson or are the Browns that dumb for not taking that trade? Oh okay. I think yeah. it's both ways. I I think it's equally dumb just because Russell Wilson, I mean, if this is like five years from now and they offer that trade, then that's when you're like, you're like well, okay. Well, well you got really you got to think it like, Russell yeah, that was like do you think Russell Wilson would thrive in Cleveland and like maybe bring a spark to Cleveland? And well, so you got to think about, you got to think about um, the. The Browns have already picked up Landry at this point, so he at least has one up, and and they would. There's no, there's no reason to be changing their Nick Chubb pick either mm-hmm. later on in that draft because it's a second round pick. So that's the, he still is a great running back and everything, and a receiver. And I think I'm pretty sure they saw the cap. Yeah, they saw enough cap to make that Odell yeah. trade. So, 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 who would the Seattle Seahawks so, pick then? Well, there was rumors 
that they were going to pick oh. Josh Allen. They said, yeah. Yeah, they said that's, that they, that's what they said. That one of the quarterbacks they probably one of the quarterbacks they were interested in is um it was oh. Josh Allen. Which I don't know how well that would have worked out, but which but I see I see why the being the runner that he is, I think and they've been having they had struggles before having Chris Carson and yeah. Sharp Henry come in and be who they are. Um, being the runners they are and they Russell Wilson a year before had a yeah. rush year. Do they become? So do those two become good runners without Russell Wilson on the team? Because other teams have to think about. All right, Russell Wilson can throw and scramble. He's so dangerous, so they don't really account that much for running backs running. Could... Yeah, I think it's just kind of a crazy deal, and I think a lot of stuff change yeah. changes with that deal. The Browns probably become somewhat of a contender just because of Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson doesn't really have didn't really have much in Seattle for a long time and that team still did pretty well because of Russell Wilson so I feel like he would have been, been able to do the same thing do you, do you think he would like in the like in the future if he was in Cleveland and he was a Cleveland Brown with that stacked offense do you think he would probably win Cleveland a Super Bowl Cleveland were able to get a good offensive line, yes, for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think it's for yeah. It's just I think he's got to thrive. Yeah, it's Russ Wilson. All right, so we want to move on to some NBA okay. news. What's gonna be in? I mean, we we have a story NFL just still, purely for the Yeah, yeah, I know. So I think this is kind of interesting. I saw that during the 2011 NBA lockout, LeBron trained to be a football player. Like, well, he's all, we all knew he was a really good mm-hmm. receiver, and he, everybody said he could have been that great. But he was training to be. Like, go to the NFL if he had to, if, if something actually happened in the NBA. So, he's training, and he actually had a contract offer from the – Yeah, which LeBron Cowboys, James is a fan of. Which, which, yeah, which I just – I thought uh, – I don't uh, know. I kind of wanted to mention Honestly, I feel I like LeBron really James, to me. because of his height and, like, the way he's built, he, he would be a great tight end in the yeah. NFL. He was actually a receiver in in high school, and Ohio State actually recruited him, which is actually funny. Urban Meyer, whenever he recruited for – no, wait. Sorry, I don't know what I said. I wasn't even Urban Meyer. I can't remember who it was. Whoever recruited for him, for uh, LeBron, they gave him an offer. They didn't actually know anything that he actually Wait, wait, do you guys think that LeBron, if he, if he didn't do basketball and he came to the NFL, do you think he'd be a big of a big of a star that he is in the NBA, but just in the NFL? I don't know if he'd be like as big of a star because like he's literally considered one of the best basketball players of all time, like next to Michael Jordan, of course. So like 
I don't know if he would stand out in the NFL like that because there's so many good, there's so many like great people in the NFL, like especially like and LeBron definitely he would he would have to go to college for at least I think it would have been either three or four years. I don't remember what the rules are, what the rules were back when. Three it, was it three back then? I think it's I think it was yeah. Because yeah, for great. a while, like back in the seventies and stuff like that, that you had to go all four years. But now you can just you have to go three. But so like LeBron James, LeBron James wouldn't have been able to play as long either because the NFL is so much more grueling than the NBA. So like I don't think well, LeBron. Well, if he was a tight end, do you think he'd probably become one of the best tight ends of all time? I think he would because like. He he would probably be able to like bully defenders. He'd be he'd, he'd, like he. This is a bit bold, but he would be similar to he'd like use his basketball skills to his advantage. Yeah, probably that that would work out really well for him for sure. Yeah, I think I I don't know. I think he would stick to his receiver position position. I don't think he's he's most tight ends are pretty. Are not in lineman size, but like you get what I'm saying. They're just under lineman size. Like if you're ranking sizes, it goes lineman, and then it goes tight end, and then you go to like mm-hmm. some running backs. Like depending on which running back, like Jonathan yeah. Taylor, he's pretty big. See, <laughs> so yeah, I think he'd he'd be. A, I don't know. I'd be. That's. I think. It's, I just thought it was really interesting to talk yeah. to think about. It'd be a big what if. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now for the act for sure NBA news. We have the Sixers Greg Schwartz has made a mock trade um for a possible sign and trade rumor f- with the Sixers. Sorry. That was that was sorry. Greg Schwartz, I read that wrong. Greg Schwartz made a mock trade to you with Sixers involving Brandon Ingram, then trade would include Brandon Ingram, Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Hare, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and draft draft picks in exchange for Joel. I don't know if they should do that because it's Joel. I, I, I was I was reading something. Uh, it was uh, I was listening to Stephen A. and Stephen A. called Joel Embiid. Overrated. Well, Stephen A. is also not the brightest, so that tells you something. Well, he he is. Well, okay, uh, he might. I, I I kind of agree with you, but I feel like in I feel in some situations he'd be really good. Yeah, I mean, there's been certain things he's been right about, but like, it's it really it's kind of a meme, like how many stupid things he said. Yeah, bro, I've seen so many Stephen A. memes. It's not even funny. All right, Mary. That's my favorite one. I'm having a very bad day. Okay, but more of who, who do you think actually wins that trade? Um, whoever is getting Joel Embiid, probably. So the yeah. Pelicans? Well, the 
well, the Pelicans, they, they, if you pair Joel Embiid and Zion, I don't know how that will work, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it, it could go either way, honestly. With that situation, it's basically a six. There's they just become a yeah. better six. We'd team, probably to be put Zion because... at the at the four position, and then he could be more dominant, and then you could put Joel Embiid at the five. Yeah, Zion is would basically be Joel's Ben Simmons there, but he doesn't have to worry about Ben Zion playing point guard because they have yeah. Lonzo Ball and a legitimate point guard. And Drew Holiday playing shooting guard, and that's the the problem would be figuring out who that uh, three position small forward would be. Yeah, well, they could they could try to get more out of that trade if maybe like another like draft pick so they could get a small forward. Yeah, and there's always there's always those minimum whatever. Holy cow, league minimums. Better minimums, so you can just get someone okay. I just like because with that lineup, you know, that's still hard even without a three. Like at the moment, that I can't think, I can't think of anyone. And there's always that chance where they just they move around other pieces and get better around everything else. I think the problem with that team would be is the bench. Yeah, they, they would definitely have to depth. go out in free agency and make a lot of moves to get more bench They'd depth. be relying on their starting lineup most. Yeah, and that if you do that, you're probably not going to win many basketball games because most great teams have great contribution from their bench, so. Well, most. you got the Warriors who mainly only have. Their starters are just like they're well, I mean, they're, all of their starters were on the same all-star team. So, like they they like they they'll go out and get thirty point leads and then just hope their bench doesn't blow it, and they usually haven't. So, now for okay, if you're the Sixers, who do you who do you think they got you? Who are you moving first? Are you moving? Simmons, or are you I'm moving Embiid first? Um, because I feel like you probably need a legitimate point guard to succeed. Like, because like Ben Simmons, he's like he's like good when he gets inside the paint, but he doesn't have the three point shooting you need at the point guard position, especially in this now day and age in the NBA. So, I think if you're gonna move anybody on that team, like you had to choose between Embiid and um. Simmons to move, you go Simmons. Yeah, I gotta agree with Simmons. Yeah, bring back the broom. Sweeping. We're sweeping Simmons out of Philadelphia. I think the only problem would be is finding a suitor. Um, I don't know what they would really want. I don't know who they could actually get, to be honest, out of return for Simmons. That's It's tough to know who will really take Simmons. I know there's teams that will take him. It just depends on what Philadelphia will actually get back. Yeah. So, um, do we have any other NBA news to talk about? 
I can't think of any. Um, Actually, I have one we could talk about. Victor Oladipo on the Pacers. Oh, yeah. So, the Pacers offered Victor Oladipo a four-year deal worth $80 million, and he turned it down. And that that is, like, devastating for Pacers fans because he's literally the best player on the They will do whatever it takes to re-sign Victor Oladipo. So, do you guys think that the Pacers will have to get rid of, like, any of their, like, any – like any of their good, like good needed talent on their team, to keep just to keep Victor Oladipo. Uh, I think I don't. I depending on what if I'm if I'm cold. Pacers. Like Holy cow! Sorry, mm. I don't even know why I said that. If I'm yes, if I'm the Pacers, I'm getting rid of if I have to. If I can't move around other pieces to get the cap that we need to bring back Old Depot. Well, I mean, at this point, you kind of want to see the season come In back. In the final game the Pacers got to play, Old Depot was like, he like had a performance. If, was like, I'm back and I'm ready to go. And then the season gets suspended. Yeah, I think you'd like to see him consistently put that up before you're paying him. That yeah. much money because you never know injuries. Big injuries are tough to tell. You can see them in, in a couple of careers and stuff. But yeah, I think oh, I'm moving, I'm moving that was heavily rumored yeah, during the trade deadline that the Pacers were gonna try to move Turner and like get somebody like get somebody else that they needed. So I could definitely see that one happening. Yeah, Turner's only eighteen million, which. And then I feel like if they can call, and then I think in a separate trade. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't really want to see McDermott move because he's like a big part off of our bench, but they might have to. Yeah, it's, it, yeah if they have to, it's, he's seven. Well, somebody that I could that, also I see maybe moving really is Aaron Holiday because I feel like the Pacers haven't really utilized him well and they have like a bunch of other guard positions and Aaron Holiday might want out of Indiana he'll be like hey I feel like I'm I have a lot of talent and I'm and I'm not being utilized the way I want like can I get a trade and go somewhere where I will be utilized and then like the Pacers could trade him and get a value out of him because like I feel like in the time that Aaron Holiday has been in Indianapolis like he just yeah. hasn't been utilized the way he deserves to be. And when he gets the chance to play, he plays really good. So, like, it's, yeah, it's tough to be a guard in the Pacers mm-hmm. team organization right now with Oladipo yeah. and then Brogdon, who are both really great guards mm-hmm. at their position. They both have potential to be defensive they're they have potential they could be defensive um on defensive teams which is really tough but i'm just saying they have all depot who's mm-hmm. a really great defensive guard who can also yeah score yeah aaron holiday also like he like the pacers have a lot of then, guards on that team too they have a lot of gu- good guards that come off the bench they're gonna have they'll have um they'll have tj mcconnell still who's a really good who's a really good player all-around player um Whenever Jeremy Lamb is able to come back, if he plays the same after his devastating injury, and 
Aaron Holiday's brother, Justin Holiday, will still like will still be on the team likely. So like they have a lot of guards. I think Justin Holiday is a small. He could. I think he's a. A, he's a shooting guard and a small forward. He could play both. So, like, I think they have the Pacers have the guard taken care of. So, if Aaron Holiday is a yeah. necessary piece to get out of there for the Pacers to keep Victor Oladipo, they should probably do it because they they can get value out of him. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's. I think I'll, uh, I'm glad you said Jeremy Lin. Jeremy, yeah, because. That could be a potential. We don't know how he's going to play because he had a very serious knee injury, which was not good. Yeah, he's he's getting paid. I believe it's over 10 mil. Yeah. Well, the Pacers took a chance on him, too. He came in. He played pretty well until he was in trouble. Yeah, and. TJ Warren is also, but I think TJ Warren. It really depends. That that uh, preseason, TJ Warren, who had thirty points you know, against the Kings. That's well, uh, he's a very important piece off the bench. That's, so I don't know if they would want to move him. Yeah, I just they have so many pieces. Well, not no TJ Warren's a starter. Yeah, my bad. They don't have enough. They don't have. Yeah, but he gets, he's – I think that's their problem is they don't have it a, a true scorer off the bench there that you can just trust that he's going to consistently put up. I mean, Doug McDermott is – he's kind of consistent. And like every – our bench plays as a unit, and they – that's a big reason our bench is really good. Because they're able to move the ball a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's TJ McConnell, who it, that's a problem. Actually, I just realized that it's it's like McDermott, who is would be a small, who's a shooting guard, but he can also play the small forward. But he'd be kind of small for the position. But who I so I count McDermott as a guard. McConnell's a point guard. Aaron Holiday is another point guard. Yeah. Sumner. Yeah, they have too many guard. guards on this. That's a problem. You but see, they... like that's our problem is. Like, I could definitely see them letting have, a few of those, like, a, pro, a couple guards go. Like, definitely not the important pieces, but, like, if they're necessary to keep Oladipo on the team, definitely. But the Pacers also are a big fan of small ball, so who knows? Yeah, I think it's – But that is – I think they, they need another – I feel like they need, like, a good forward to come still, off the I think bench. They need another – they need somehow. They they need they need a good yeah, a piece. They need a good yeah. forward, either small forward or power forward, it's coming off that bench. If they can get that, that's, yes, that's when I think I take this pacer seriously. I don't think I don't care if it's a good Brogdon <laughs> and a good Old Depot. That's well the any t- a lot yeah because the Pacers their starting lineup really is pretty bench. solid like but. Miami. And they get to their bench. They get to the kind of weaker portions of the team, but like the bench, their bench has played well. Like they, they have proved that they're. I think the Pacers had, did have one of the best benches in the league, but like they don't have a very good consistent scorer. But they're able to get open shots, and that's a big reason they succeed. 
yeah, it's. I think. I don't know. I just really, really love to see the Pacers mm-hmm. full starting lineup, just completely healthy, because we ne- we haven't seen like the full team play together because Brogdon yeah. still had see this like, this if the season comes back, it could be really good for the Pacers because this since it's been suspended, this has been a time for everybody to rest up and recover from injury any injuries they've needed to recover from. Yeah, and now we have some. Depending on it depends on what state they are and what they, yeah, the rules are in that state. They it's starting they to open back up. Yeah, practice facilities opening back. Up. But I just oh, there's another story we can talk about. Like really quick, Boyan Bogdanovich is go, undergoing wrist surgery, and if the season were to come back, he would miss the rest of it. But it did say he should be ready to go by the beginning of next yeah, season. I, so. hmm. The Utah yeah, Jazz um, small forward. He's that, that, he that, is a he was a big part yeah. of the Pacers, and I I miss that guy. I wish he was still on the team because he performed really well for us. So if we had Bogdanovich and TJ Warren on the same team, like one of them coming off the bench, our bench unit would just be really good. So. <laughs> You know who the Pacers need to bring back? They need to bring yeah, back Lance I, Stevenson. That's it. Because like when Lance Stevenson comes off the bench, like he gives our he he, was, when he was on the team, like ball, he gave our bench the spark and that's and they played really well with Stevenson coming off the bench. So he's, he was, Yeah, he plays he for the, yeah. He, yeah, the China League. Didn't he go to the China League? And he's, he's, I think he's actually yeah. putting, he's averaging 20 points. Yeah. Them. He needs to come back to the Pacers and try to stay for year. the long run. Because, like, it seems like the Pacers are the only team he's played good for. Like, yeah, an example from the NFL, Nick Foles, the only team he's ever played good for was Philadelphia. Like, Lance Stevenson, the only team he's really played good for is the Pacers. Yeah. Tyreek yeah. Evans, the guy who got suspended from Pacers, he he would have been yeah. a good scorer off the bench. He was starting to prove him, himself yeah. a good bench player for yeah. the and like, uh, Pacers. And then he just I feel like a big reason he fit us well is because, like, even, he like, my dad, it. even, who's a big fan of sports with me, like, he even said, like, and I agree with him, that this – he reminded me of, like, a calmer Lance Stevenson. So, like, yeah, I, I think we there's so many. I think we if we we use our our picks right and our players and the players that we have, there's a chance we can get a older, cheaper player that can come off the bench or possibly yeah bump down I, TJ Warren. I don't know, TJ Warren is talented. So. Either way, that's just, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, if if we get enough get enough piece to just yeah bump down TJ Warren, that tells you how good that piece would be. Um, there's so many people. It really depends on yep who would who is made available. I do we have anything else to talk about? 
I don't have anything else to talk about. All right. Well, don't guys don't forget about yeah. the Instagram. Okay, the Instagram is yeah. The write it down if you have podcast. to. No spaces. No caps. Yeah, all lowercase, yeah. one word. No, the backup no podcast. No spaces. No caps. There's no, there's no, I mean, the profile picture yeah. is the same yeah, and picture. Our Instagram handles our are in the bio, anchor. so hit us with a follow. Yes. And then we will, we will post every, we'll put the link in the description of our new podcast, the newest podcast. And then we'll also put, yep. we'll also have a post saying that we have our new podcast out. Yep. And, well, yep. probably also do a story. This is just a way you guys can talk to us and we can connect with our viewers and tell them. You guys can tell us what you would like to talk about us talk about mo- more or mm-hmm. anything. Just anything. Yeah, you know? well. Yep. That's it. And Right? That's it? Yep. Sorry if we don't do this consistently with um, everything being suspended. News isn't really coming out that consistently, so we'll try our best to upload consistently, but with everything going on, it's going to be hard to. Mm -hmm. But also, actually, I just... This uh this Sunday uh, earlier episode. We'll, I think we'll like earlier, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Like in one of our uh, not Yeah, a couple episodes ago we go mention our our backyard football league. If you guys just mention if you guys talk to us on Instagram, uh we can let us know if we need to make it a, a separate podcast or you actually want us to make it in the same podcast. We'll bring in some of the players. Mm-hmm. We'll, some of the best players go over those the yeah, two MVPs of the team, or just anything, and just so non, we, we'll be here. Yeah, if we were the best players, we'll pick someone else on our teams. Whoever was second best <laughs> in that case, but hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, well, just let us know what you if you would want it in a separate podcast, like if we made it a separate different show of just weekly updates on the season but or if we just include it with this the backups podcast just let us know on the instagram just put it on a comment or just shoot us a dm Uh, we'll get back and that's it stay safe yes wash your hands wash your hands stay healthy multiple times a day don't touch your face 20 seconds and also, guys, and also, guys, yes. love yourself and love each other. Positive vibes okay. only. Okay. Yep. Positive vibes. PVO. Positive vibes only. Bye. Happy See you guys. Vibe checks. All right, we'll talk. We'll 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 talk to you guys later whenever we get back on the. We get some more news. This is the longest outro ever. You guys let us know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. All right. We'll talk to you later.